0: Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped
1: for adventure.
0: Grab your power gloves and super scopes.
1: For it's dangerous to go alone.
0: This is The Legend of Retro.
1: Welcome, everyone, to The Legend of Retro. I am The Glitch, <laughs> and with me are my three cavemen. Crack WK. <laughs> Zander, Hunga Bunga and Chops <laughs> Today we talk about Joe and Mac He's,
0: He sounds more he like snapped. Werner Herzog I was gonna say he sounds more like a Native American <laughs> he sounds like Werner Herzog to me If I may? Yes <laughs>
2: okay.
0: okay FIRE! I was FIRE! For just a Captain Caveman yeah. scream <laughs> Okay Dodongo Craig? Captain Stave Christ <laughs> Dodongo does this like smoke
1: <coughs> Ooku geek ook,
0: Yep Uku <coughs> geek so We're talking about Joe and Mac oh, for the yeah. SNES sure are That was terrible uh, <sighs> Off to a rough start Just like the Joe and Mac series with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, What a wonderful because, transition Because I, I I picked this game Uh but I was a little bit confused because I really like Joe and Mac 2 a lot more than this one. But here we are. <laughs> and we were talking th- about Joe and Mac. I thought we were talking about Joe and Mac from the NES. Which so- is essentially the same game, but it's not. So <laughs> Joe and Mac is, uh, it was originally an arcade game uh, developed by Data East yep. uh, in 1991, if I'm not data mistaken. Data East. Data East. I just want to keep saying Data Yeast <laughs> like, in, like in bread. Um, uh, where you play as the titular characters Joe and Mac. Uh through dinosaur levels, it's it's very they're very short stages that lead into dinosaur boss fights, uh, because all of the babes, all the cave babes Cabes. have been have been kidnapped. Oh, I, I by, got the
1: intro if you want it. Neanderthal dude, you got the intro. Oh,
0: uh, the game was released in 1991. That's the only yeah, thing yes. I would add to that. I thought I, th- I said that. Oh, maybe you did. My apologies.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it, it reads like a surfer dude thing. I don't know. It's back in the distant past, way back, like when rock and roll was just rock and fast <laughs> food dinner was food you couldn't catch Ugh. lived two cave dudes named Joe and Mac whether it was dinosaur demolition derby triceratops uh, tra- 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 re- rex rex with a w uh pterodactyl hang gliding peak in the beak laugh was um, for the boys pardon was pretty me. cool
0: excuse me uh this is a clean show we can't discuss peak in the beak peak on, the on the beak? this show that's that is not kosher <laughs> uh, or gleaming the cube <laughs> Censor uh, this part of the episode when we get to this, because it cannot be talked
1: about. <laughs> all right. Well, life was cool for the boys. Cool, that is, isn't too, until bogus bunch of Neanderthals, nerds, crashed their village and scared off all the cave babes. Neanderthals still haven't discovered toothpaste. Pew. Now the cave babes are out there somewhere, lost and lonely. It's up to Joe and Mac to get them back.
0: Yep. What's what's weird to me is it's not that their cave babes have been like stolen. It's that they got scared, ran off, and then got lost. Well, the Neanderthal nerds came and they had really bad breath, and they're like, "Ew, we're not gonna do this. We're we want to hang out with Joe and Mac." But they were scared but, off by just ugly. Well,
1: technically, they they were captured because I oh. guess in the Japanese version it's something yeah. we didn't get, it actually shows them pulling them off yes, with them. That Ooh. is true. But, but we didn't that's get the not American cool, or, that. Is,
0: or the uh the American audience, like, we well, maybe maybe we don't show them being pulled out of the tents by their hair. They're at an eleven. Let's tone it down to yeah. a four. <laughs> now, and is also it? in the uh it, I think it's in the arcade version of the game when you're fighting the dinosaur bosses, the, the cave babes are tied up to a post. Oh, as really? opposed to in the Super Nintendo version, they just run off at the end and they give you a smooch. Is it just me or are cavemen not cool? Like you haven't met Joe and Mac, I my friend. I don't think <laughs> I I would put those two things together like a
1: cool caveman. Tamba. Uh, he's not yeah. technically. Not cool. He's technically not a caveman, but he's got caveman characteristics.
0: Yeah, he's. I I don't. But once again, I don't know that I consider him like cool. Yeah, cool. Like he might have a cool game, but he himself, like, let's face it, if. If we went like out somewhere and somebody walked up to us, like two people walked up to us, one was a guy in a loincloth <laughs> that was just like, "unga bunga," I want to eat meat. And the other one came up in like sunglasses with like baggy pants and a like skateboard and was like, Hey guys, what's up? That guy's cool. The guy who's currently smelling my butt, not as cool. <laughs> it's just, it's just how it goes. You yeah. guys seen Encino Man? That's a cool caveman. No, that's no, true. definitely not.
1: I'm definitely iffy not. about
0: that. Definitely not. Me
1: group. Nice. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, re- do, I do. I do this episode. I do find it interesting that the NES port came out after the SNES. Yeah, it did. 1992. Yeah, it, yeah,
0: that is really bizarre. Uh, and, and also, just, there's a lot of bizarre <laughs> stuff with the release of. Let's <laughs> get <laughs> we'll that out of the way now. Uh, I kind of owe you an apology for this one uh, chops because uh, I for for those who 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 you know are not in our team and and not maybe in the discord or whatever and have heard this before uh, I have a, a, a tried and true tried and true rule that I always follow. If you make me do the research, I am forcing you to do the episode. Yeah. And so Xander originally was like, Joe and Mac. And I was like, I'm on it. And I did the research. And then months went by and we had missed it. And Xander was like, hey, you know, it was Joe and Mac too, actually. And I was like, yeah, but I don't care, actually. <laughs> and I, I forced us to do this episode because the notes were in my phone and I didn't do all the research for nothing. That's it. So, that's an apology to me? Yeah. Okay. I I'll, apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I don't. Okay. I didn't think you had to, but okay, thank you. Right, yeah, cool. I guess we just didn't see the reason for the apology, but accept it anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> the Japanese title of these games is uh, Tatake Gen- uh, Genshigen, which roughly translates to Fighting Cavemen. And this game series was also known as Caveman Ninja. <laughs> I like that name way better. Caveman Ninja Caveman and Ninja calling would be ex- awesome. Calling. I. I this is weird, but I agree that calling it Caveman Ninja would have made the series a little more easy to follow and a little bit more digestible. Here's a question. Is a Caveman Ninja cool? Absolutely. If they were called Caveman Ninja, I would I would go along with the coolness factor. But they're not. They're called Joe and Mac. This yeah, so is not cool. This game technically has two sequels. It does. So there's It's weird. There's uh, Caveman Ninja 2... Uh The uh, Adventure of the Rookie, I believe, Electric is what it's Boogaloo. like what the translation is. <laughs> but we got in America as uh what was it? Uh, Congo's Capers. Congo's
1: Capers, yep. And it's completely different from the series. You don't it's, even it's, play as Joe and Mac. It looks
0: completely different. You don't play as, as Joe or Mac, but you still still have a lot of the, the similar similar mechanics. And we'll get into the mechanics of Joe and Mac here in a second. Um but the uh yeah, so it's it's just it's completely different game, but it is considered the second series. So Japan and Europe got Joe and Mac Three Lost in the Tropics, which was Joe and Mac Two for us. Yep, yeah, it's really weird. Yep. I the the biggest thing that I have gripes about in older game generations is that stupid. Cultural or international changes of things like it just messes up everything that doesn't help Same it. thing with Final Fantasy with Mario with the with with two and it being actually Doki Doki pa- like those those I don't know they, it just messes me up.
1: I think they're still messing things up now what God of War is just called God of War the newest yeah, one.
0: Well, now it's like very on purpose though it's not oh, an international, international thing yeah. it's just like uh, like oh, okay we have the what is it would it be the like fifth or sixth God of War game and they're like God of War. You mean God of War? God of War, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, great job, guys. You know, they, yeah, they like, uh, like Tomb Raider did that. Yeah. Where it's like, Sonic hey guys, the Hedgehog did it. Yeah, uh-huh. like so many game series do this now, and they, I think it's the fact that they know that, like the the game they're marketing it for, or the people they're marketing it for, didn't play the originals, and so they don't care. They're just like, oh, this is name recognition. This will this will sell. And they, they just don't give a crap. But, yeah, back in the day, it was like they were like, well, you know. We don't was- think they'll like this one, so we're going to make this one instead. But it's still part of the same series. Yeah. yeah, It's dumb. It is dumb. Oh, so, yeah, so how many other, then, for for the second in the series? And I know we're talking about the first one. We'll get back to it. But there's Joe Mac 2. There's that one that you mentioned that will release. Yeah, so there Kong are, there are three. Yep. And then Joe and Mac 3 lost in the tropics. And then technically there's the Nintendo port of the original Nintendo, which is the same game, but different port. And then the arcade version. So there's like four versions of the second game. Four versions of the first game. The first game. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a... a, It's on Amiga too, right? Probably. Uh, Yeah, likely. And there was also a a rumor of like a reboot of it uh, in late 2000s, but nothing has ever come from that. Now, here's a game that I always sort of... I, I never like, like, consciously thought it was in the same series, but I always sort of associate it in my head is Spanky's Quest on Super Nintendo because it has that monkey that looks a lot like the one in Congo's Caper. Yeah. And so there's like another game in there that it's like, it's just a lot of caveman and monkey games <laughs> on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, the whole Congo's Caper thing is weird. And I, I didn't put it together until I was doing the research last night, but Congo actually appears in Joe and Mac 2 Lost in the Tropics. Oh, really? There's. You get hut like because they introduce RPG elements in Joe and Mac too, and you could like build up your hut and make it look nicer because you, you can also get married in the game and yeah 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 uh, and there's a picture that goes up in your your hut and it's of Congo, really and it's like a different completely different artist like why is this random like like cute you know sh- tiny Japanese character like in your hut like that's really <laughs> weird and then then you know after doing the research I was, oh that's Congo that's kind of funny so it, there is a there is a tie in but it is definitely weird that you have Joe and Mac. To Congo, to own Mac two slash three. Yeah, and then there's also other Caveman games on the Super Nintendo. Ooh, we're like gonna Chuck talk about Rock. Caveman games. Uh, Chuck Rock. <laughs> caveman games on Nintendo. I love Caveman games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bonk.
0: Uh, yeah, Bonk is another one. Yeah, there's there's a there's a surprising amount of Caveman games. Flintstones. That era. Yep. Yeah, there's a, one or two Flintstones <laughs> games on the Super Nintendo. Yep. Um, but anyway, we were, we were saying with Joe and Mac, it's a it's a platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's definitely designed to be an arcade game because this game does kill you pretty often. It's reminiscent of like ghouls and ghosts or ghost and goblins or whatever that that. Just so this how he jumps, how he throws, uh-huh. and how enemies come at you. I don't know a it little bit. Yeah, the the the, the this. Bad thing about the SNES version is the hitbox just hitbox detection is really
1: rough. Yeah, it's definitely more favored towards the enemies. Yes, oh, and yeah. there's
0: also a lot of weird like stun animations. Like if you hit the the cavemen, they'll like move to the side, but then back, but then they'll still hit you when they come back, even though it's like a stun. Oh, that's not good. So it's it's yeah. If you if you've played other platformers, it's a really weird mm-hmm. thing to jump back into because you're you're used to those like. Polished mechanics. <laughs> and you're not used to these... Wait, wait, wait. Are forgive you the saying pun. Caveman mechanics. You're used to games being polished when they're released? Yeah. Who geek? Oh. What world do you live in? But the levels in this this game are, are really short because the, the where the game really shines is the boss battles it's almost like a boss rush game yeah there's yeah, a lot a of different bosses uh, i do have a list of all the dinosaurs you fight in the game you uh ready wait, for it wait wait wait, real quick we have to let everybody know craig loves dinosaurs at yeah. this moment <laughs> he is wearing a dino crisis shirt <laughs> yeah. which i don't even think was planned i think it's just because he likes that shirt and then this he is re- true yeah, yeah i don't think Craig's that he's doing ever played it. dino crisis well, you, you've played it but i play, i owned it it's not a very good game, no. honestly, but it but it's a cool shirt. But I would say Craig is our resident Doctor Grant. Yeah,
1: when you, well, yeah, I accept that. When you did your research, was there a VHS you watched? There maybe was.
0: <laughs> so, as a quick side note, I I there was a dinosaur special that I loved as a kid, and it's not available on YouTube or anything. So. Uh, and it's not in dvd or anything like you can't get it anymore so i bought a vhs copy on ebay and forced the glitch to transfer it because he has a setup to do it uh from vhs onto digital and yeah I you did watch it? it yeah
1: you did it yeah it was i watched about five minutes of it and i was like <laughs> okay i'm gonna go to sleep now it's legitimately
0: a dinosaur documentary it is it is really really dry and you watched it right away Oh, absolutely! I, like once I brought it home, I watched. it. <laughs> How many it. times have you watched it since? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, so, so you fight a tyrannosaurus. Yep. T-Rex. You fight a ter- you fight two pterodactyls. Well, hold on, because level two is uh, not a dinosaur. Oh, yes. so level level two is a mad Oscar from Final Fantasy. Or it's also uh, uh, Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> yeah, Little <laughs> Shop of <Little> yeah. Horrors. <laughs> Feed me, baby. <laughs> it uh, even
1: has like a like a deep tone voice when you yeah. when you. Hur. Hur.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, so you have the plant monster, you have a giant pterodactyl, pack of ichthyosaurs, uh, brachiosaurus, or maybe a plesiosaur coming out of the water. We can't tell. I put uh, Nessie.
1: I put Nessie. That's what, I, that's what Nessie. I thought. Nessie, show
0: some respect Nessie. to dinosaur kind. Uh, there's a Macedon who, like, awkwardly like loses yeah. his trunk so, while you fight so him. As you're fighting him, you break off his tusks, and you're like, oh, that's morbid, and you hit him again, <laughs> and his trunk falls off. Oh, my God. Take that. Uh, it has a really weird thing. Macedon? And then once once you've killed this, uh, th- this uh, mammoth... Uh, it goes extinct. You get, was, you, get, you get kissed by a cave babe. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sp- call it Chopsilophagus, but that's your nickname, not the Sesame Street character. Correct. Are you thinking about Snuffleupagus? Um, Snuffleupagus? <laughs> Snuffleupagus, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chopsiloppa- Snuffleupagus. Chops, yeah, if I was a dinosaur in here, which which one would be Chopsilophagus? It'd be the Mastodon. Oh, <laughs> 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 you fight another pterodactyl, another
1: T-Rex, an ankylosaur... Uh, Which is the worst. He is a armor armadillo from Mega Man X. It was the the (laughs) armor
0: armadillo. If he like covered himself in like honey or something, he moves so (laughs) slow and he does. And the way these bosses work (laughs) is you have to hit them a certain amount of times before they, because they have like five little tic-tacs as their health bar Mm, and every like five hits or so it drops one of their things.
1: Yeah. They have like really large iframes in this. Yeah. Uh, and this, the,
0: uh, Ankylosaurus, which is my favorite dinosaur, so I was bummed to see it's the worst friggin' boss, (laughs) is invincible until he uncurls for a second, and then it curls up and is invincible again. That boss fight literally takes like 10 minutes to finish. Because you didn't have the spark
1: weapon. If you hit him with the spark weapon... His armor comes off, <laughs> and you can hit him. He's more vulnerable. For two seconds, I was like, "There's a."
0: Spark. <laughs> and then I realized you're just saying Mega Man X. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I was playing. Like I said, I played this game last night, and I when I first booted it up, the sound wasn't working. So I like restarted my computer, and there were Windows updates, which of course took almost an hour for that to happen. Oh. And then I'm playing through the game, I'm like, oh, I'm making pretty good pace. I'm almost at the end of the game. And then the, the, the uh, ankylosaurus fight happens, and my game is still paused on that because it was like, dude, it's almost midnight, I have to go to sleep. <laughs> this is, by the way, again, because I messed up my research, way different than the NES port. <laughs> way different.
1: I will say in the NES port, when you fight the... the they have no iframes. The Venus flytrap, it actually, like, eats you and spits out bones when you die facing it. Oh. Well,
0: the bosses wow. also don't have iframes, and you just keep hitting them. Huh. Uh... So the next boss fight is probably the coolest. That's the dinosaur bones. Dinosaur Lynch. That's awesome. Uh, is, that, is that you in this game? Because we're, we're all represented by dinosaurs. Yeah, it's that's probably you. the dinosaur okay. Lich. Which one is Xander?
1: Uh, Ankleosaur, but okay. he's not happy
0: about it. And then uh, is there one that's a spaghetti monster? Uh, that would be the, uh, <laughs> the giant plant monster, monster. Yeah, yeah uh, the, that's, that's that. the glitch. The plant monster thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you make noises like that. And I could see you eating something and spitting out of its bones. That yeah, it sounds right. Uh, and then you fight another T Rex. <laughs> but it's not really a T Rex, nor was the one before, because it's like the T Rex head with like two spheres as a neck. Yeah, it's a little vague what it is. Yeah, I thought that it
1: was a Brontosaurus.
0: Yeah, because the long necks. With sharp teeth? Yeah, brontosaurs are vegetarians. They yeah, come these. on. Don't you know your dinosaurs? I'm sorry. You should have watched that special I <laughs> gave you. You'd know these things. That's your homework. Right. So when you fight that second uh, brontosaurus rex, um, <laughs> uh, it dies, you get a cave babe smooch, and then you go inside of it. Yeah. You get to the heart, and you fight a devil. You, Yeah, you fight uh, the T-Rex's Excuse heart, me? Yeah. and then the devil. And then you kill the devil, you get a cave babe smooch, a surprise, Abaddon. that cave babe is secretly the devil's secret form. El Diablo. It's a succubus. Mephistopheles. Beelzebub? Belphagor. And then when you kill that devil, the game just ends. It's like, it's just done, <laughs> <laughs> Joe and Mac walk out, and then uh, the credits roll, and you see some of the enemies, and uh, so you could say this game's an allegory for killing feminism. <laughs> I guess. Because of the She-Devil. You murder the She-Devil, everything's done, and you're fine. I'm still very uncomfortable. It was no, a yeah, Joe and Mac are watching, bad joke. It was Joe, a bad joke. Joe and Mac are watching all the enemies go by, and then three of the Neanderthals run away screaming as four cave babes come and chase Joe and Mac off the screen. Nice. Now, interesting thing, you can actually hit a combination of buttons when it, when the sound designer's name is up there, mm-hmm. and it changes the cave babes that chase you. Oh. Because when the cave babes chase you, there's like a a heavier one up front, and then like three skinny ones who have like kissed you throughout the game. But if you do put in this special input, all four of them are the heavier set ones, and Joe and Mac run away from them. But Joe that's, Mac run away from any of the women. It's not just well, that's gotta count you can just for something. Like slightly change the women who show up. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's weird. Why it's, would it's, you need to do that? It's just a, a random thing they threw in there. Uh, the Super Nintendo version of the game has a one-player mode, two-player mode where you alternate playing as Joe and Mac, uh, and then who a th- would do that? And then a, a two-player Super, which is co-op, where no, you're playing at the same so time.
1: So both two players are cooperative. There isn't, like, a take-turn one. That's in the NES version. Oh, yeah.
0: Sorry. Um, oh, the the right. regular
1: two-player is just cooperative.
0: Two-player supers where you can hurt each other. Where you can
1: hurt each other and you can stand on t- top of each other's heads. And yep. if you want to like. Why would you sledges. do the one where you hurt each other? I don't
0: know. It's already it's a tough, tough game. Challenge. Yeah, there's one level, the the level that you fight the uh, the plesiosaur or whatever is, like, you're falling down a waterfall, but you're being carried by a pterodactyl, and you're at the top of the screen for most of it, and rocks are just falling. So you have a .2 second, like, window to dodge these things. It's mostly for ruining friendships. It's right. mostly for yeah. eating quarters at the arcade. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, here's a, a quick survey question. We we got from Xander that his favorite dinosaur is an Ankylosaur. Is that right? Yeah, I think we've covered this before. I could be wrong. Probably, but, uh, I want to talk about the it It's uh, got all the armor and then the, like, the tail. Club With tail. The club the club tail? tail, yeah. Okay. What are your guys' favorite dinosaurs? Okay. Mine is a Tyrannosaurus I Rex. mean,
1: is Nessie considered a dinosaur?
0: No! It's a plesiosaur. Plesiosaurs, yes, but Nessie isn't a
1: Dinosaurs Dang, are dinosaur. extinct. Well, I don't have an answer for this.
0: You just just still Say around. Plesiosaur. Watch the special and you'll know these things. Chops answer. I want a,
1: the Tony-saur. That's, that's Tony-saur. Tony-saur. Tony <laughs> Sore. That's Tony Sore. i will make Tony's to Sore after yeah. this episode. <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> Beat me to it.
0: Um, is it this? St- I you're gonna have to help me on this, Craig. Uh-huh. I don't think it's a Stegosaurus, but it's the one with like the spikes on its tail. That's Spikes the on the tail is a stegosaurus. Are the stegosaurus? Uh, well, I mean, there, there are multiple species one. of it. I yeah. thought there was a different the, one that had like plates that stick up on its yes, back. Yeah, yes. That is a stegosaurus. The, the stegosaurus. Okay, I'm a big fan of the stegosaurus. There's the one with a sail on its back. That's a dimetrodon, which mm-hmm. isn't really a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. It's actually a reptile. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's a stegosaurus. Oh, but there are other species of okay. stegosaur. You might be thinking of like a different variety of it, which had you know, there's a ton of different names. Yeah, just whatever one had like the spiky bone tail. Bone tail or spikes? The spike, aren't they bones, or are they cartilage? Well, they are bone. It's just there's yeah. the club tail. Yeah, no, whatever. that yeah, I know. Whatever. I. Uh, you don't even have a favorite dinosaur. <laughs> don't what kind me? of childhood did you have?
1: I pick my nose a lot.
0: Yeah, understandably so. I pick my nose too <laughs> if I didn't know dinosaurs. I pick my nose right now. I don't care.
1: I got a favorite <laughs> turtle. <laughs> Teeniest being a turtle.
0: Well, we all do. a tell do.
1: Yeah, Anatello. <laughs> At least we got that right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Um something we didn't mention: the in this port only there's an actual map, like an over, um, yeah, an outworld. And map. there
0: are keys that you can get throughout the game that allow you to go to to bonus areas, which give you like health and yeah, the bonus know.
1: areas are kind of lackluster. They're, they're pretty lame, yeah. Um, it's just health coming down from the top, and you collect it, and you fill you,
0: your health <laughs> up pretty quick, and yeah. it just continues
1: to rain. This right <laughs> <down you. laughs> is a waste of time, but yeah, yeah there's uh, there's like save points, so it'll if you die, it'll take you back to that point, and mm-hmm. then there's the levels, which are the and in the save cases.
0: points are time savers, if anything, because like when you die and you get a game over, it just sends you back to the last save point that you saved at and all your progress is still good.
1: Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. What's the it's, point?
0: it's really, it's really kind of goofy. Mm. Um, a couple of other mechanics is that you have your, just your standard jump or if you press up and jump, you do like a higher, like, you do like somersault a, like jump a flip in the air. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can, all, there's also, if you double tap left or right, you'll roll on the ground.
1: I hated that.
0: I, it's actually really awesome because you're invincible while you do it, and you deal damage to
1: enemies. But I feel like every time I would oh. try to inch like onto a ledge, I just end up like rolling yeah. into you, a hole. You
0: aren't wrong, but also during the the, the two tyrannosaurus or not the tyrannosaurus uh, the two um, pterodactyl levels, where it like slowly goes across the bottom, you can't really jump over it, but you can roll yeah. through it and deal damage at the same time. So I, get th-
1: I understand the purpose of it, but, but yeah, I felt like it did more I, damage for me. I than. forgot
0: that that was a mechanic because it's not in Joe, or Mac two, or Joe and Mac Two slash Joe Congo's Caper or <laughs> yeah. Lost in the Tropics. Um oddly enough the the, the jump is in, in uh Congo's Caper, but not in Joe <laughs> and Mac two.
1: Um there's multiple weapons you can collect in this game. So you yep. start off oh, yeah. default with your club. Mm-hmm. You can you throw can, bones. Yep bones Sorry. boomerangs. You get a fire power up, Flint, which I don't remember that one, but it's in the From GI Joe? Yeah. Yeah Flint. The code name for America's daring uh, highly he comes trained out with his beret horse? and shotgun. Oh <laughs> man! Electricity and then the stone wheel, which was OP. That was the best one.
0: The stone wheel is, is is really really strong, and but the annoying thing about it is you can only have two on the screen at once, and they move extremely slow. So if you're on a, a level where you're like you throw them out and not realize that you have done something, they just go with you, and you have to hope that they maybe hit an enemy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I personally think the boomerang is the best because it will, like, come back to you and, like, it, it'll go get off the screen. Yeah. Uh, and you can throw more out at a time. I don't think the bone club is awful. Uh, the 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 fire, the flint, if you will, Um, you can only shoot out one and it deals a ton of damage, but it's extremely slow. Yeah, it is very slow. But so the th- nice
1: thing about this game is you keep all your power-ups. So if you press the select button, you just cycle through your power-ups.
0: The, uh, oh, that's neat. The biggest enemy in the game is the uh, the <laughs> power ups that show up on the screen if you don't already have them because it takes you off of whatever you currently have, and you just have to switch back to your weapon. But
1: yeah, it always changes it to the one you just picked up. So yeah. if you're like you know killing people with the wheel, and all of a sudden you grab the bone and you start chucking it doesn't does doesn't do as much damage and pain in the butt.
0: There's also some interesting parts where um, health and weapon power ups are hidden behind fire. Like you can see, is like it's just the fire is laid over this, so you have to like inch next to it or hope you hit it just right or barrel roll into it like glitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't try the barrel roll. I suppose that would work. Fire, what, fire what, pass. What, what would be your ideal weapon in real life? Barrel rolling into things, throwing bones. If I could barrel a roll into wheel, stuff. deal damage and not get hurt myself, I would absolutely do that. <laughs> I, I would have. I mean, I have enough to go around, so I would absolutely throw bones. Bones? Yep, I knew we were gonna get that. Bunch of bones and blood to uh, me, Greg. <laughs> uh, Glitch, uh, you uh, typically look up the the kind of the uh, you know info on the the games like you know uh, like well, what people
1: thought of it at yeah. the time. Uh, so I got Reviews. the super play. Yes, thank you. Super play gave this a seventy two percent, which seems fair. Um, also, Complex Magazine did a list of the one hundred best super nintendo games of oh, all yeah? time
0: oh yeah oh really and, and this is my first time hearing about this this was
1: ranked 69th on that list oh was uh, it yeah. are you guys familiar
0: with that list oh you know maybe i am
1: <laughs> it was real close to the number 50 by the way so i pulled <laughs> yeah. this i pulled this list back up because i remember sorry not to bring this up because it's a terrible subject uh, did, did you guys even mention the fact that they got the gears wrong on these games? So on Link to the Past, they put 86. Oh, no, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> I didn't realize that um, either. On the Final <laughs> Fantasy 2, 4, they put like 88 or whatever the. Because uh, they probably put when actual Final
0: Fantasy 2 came out. And I forgot there God, was. I hate them. How could they mess up the Link to the Past one? Because they're like idiots. When the original
1: Zelda came out. God, the, I hate them. And I want to say Doom, they put like 2006 or something like that. Yeah, they did. Most likely.
0: Hey, if you're wondering what we're talking about, go check out our episode about um, the complex's number one top 100, 100, top 100 SNES games. Um, we have the first half of that that awfulness. Uh, <laughs> I free have. You, and then the second part. feelings on that. The list. second part is on patreoncom uh, slash media. <laughs> Eight episodes. Yeah. So Joe Mac isn't an awful game. No, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not. About it's 69 a, out of 100. It's uh, <laughs> if I had to give it a numerical value <laughs> on a scale of one to one hundred. Uh, it's just uh it doesn't it's not as good as, as Joan Mac 2, and I and I feel like after reading some of the reviews online i'm in the minority on this but joe mac 2 is so much no, i better. prefer the second one Joel i think mac two has fantastic music there's like i said the rpg elements it's uh it's a little bit more linear but you can also go back and like like I said, get married you can upgrade your house and stuff like that the idea is kind of the same like the the bad bad guy neanderthals led by a, guy, a character named gork comes in and steals a crown and you have to go find these jewels to make a rainbow bridge to go and fight him do you get to fight the <laughs> devil I don't think so. It's a it's weird you drug get to, trip.
1: <laughs> you get to, fight, Do you get to uh, fight two devils? No. Oh, well,
0: still Um so. You <laughs> go inside of a devil and fight its heart. <laughs> I think you go inside of a dinosaur at one Do you point. get kissed by a devil, babe? I don't think so. Well, this game Do so you far get doesn't kissed by
1: a devil's heart? Yes.
0: Oh. Is there a chop a the game?
1: I Was there a Tony-saurus? There's no
0: such thing, Tony.
1: So, oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like
0: set up the, the clockwork uh, <laughs> orange setup where I latch you into a seat and force you to watch my boring dinosaur special. Uh,
1: <laughs> so, back to the game. I do have some speedrunning stuff. Uh, there's only an Any%—there's percent. There's no cooperative category, at least, that I, I could Dude, find. you
0: guys could get the record. <laughs> you guys could do it. You guys should do Just it. Just beat it and we get it. That's yeah. it. That's all yeah, you got to do. That's really it.
1: Uh, but there's—so, the Any% percent is
0: by— so I'm going to guess the time is at least uh, 30 minutes because of that stupid
1: Ankylosaur. That is the longest part of the run. And I guess one of the ways to get the best time is to get a certain pattern from him. Um, boss Org did it in 20 minutes and 27 seconds.
0: And that's that's just the Ankylosaurus fight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a speedrun category just for that fight. <laughs> so yeah, I guess bo- boss patterns are the key. Uh, and I didn't find any glitches, but searching for... Joe and Mac glitches. I was able to find out how to fix uh, the glitch in screen flickers on a Mac notebook. Nice. So that was helpful.
0: <laughs> oh, nice. Ah, helpful. From a guy, Joe. <laughs> Give us tip.
1: Hey, guys. Uh, my name Here's is Joe. Joe. <laughs> I just want to talk to you about this
0: uh, Mac problem. <laughs> I... Yeah, I tell you what, though, uh, guys, uh, let's go ahead and jump into the music for the game. But no, first, let's what? not jump into the music. I would like to hear from a sponsor. Hey, it's me, everybody, Tim Kittrow. I'm here to talk to you about Old School Gamer. Old School Gamer is the magazine for gamers. It covers arcade and retro gaming, it gives you gaming history and in-depth interviews with people like me who are there. And it lets you know what conventions are happening and when. Issues come out once every other month. Plus, a website full of even more razzle dazzle. And it's all for just 30 bucks a year. So visit oldschoolgamer.com and subscribe now. Boom, shakalaka. Man, that's some nice sponsoring. You happy? You heard it. You heard it. Now I would like to listen to some music. I hope you're proud of yourself. (laughs) I am. So, the music for this game was composed by Seiichi uh, Hamada. Seiji, I'm sorry, Seiichi Hamada. Seiji Momoi and Seiji Yamanaka uh, Is that all the same last name? <laughs> right? Ye, or is up. it the first name? i seriously Oh, asking. first name First name, okay uh, Seiji Hamada uh, also worked on ABC Monday Night Football mm. What did that release for? The S- video game or like the actual ABC yeah, the broadcasts the broadcast. of those Seiji <laughs> <laughs> Momoi uh, also worked on Congo's Caper and Seiji Yamanaka worked on Joe and Mac 2 slash 3 loss in the tropics. There you go. So I, uh, you know, did you guys love ABC Monday <laughs> night <day> football? <laughs> one of the best. <gasps> Who doesn't? Easily one of the most of football the games on the Nintendo. Of the footballs of the week, that's the best one. Yep. Okay. Uh, So the first song that we have up here is Through the Jungle, which I believe is the uh, the first level you play through. I think so. Nope. Nope. Second level. Still good, though. one starts off sounding like it should be the theme song to something it kind of does it's i also love that calypso-y type uh thing going on in the uh uh song Uh, yeah The the fife is it (laughs) like the air pipe like yeah probably like Like, i like that the pan flute the pan flute is that what it is oh no you were right the first time fife Fife. yeah fife (laughs) yeah glitch Yeah, the ah. nice thing is that the songs are—I mean, they're not too intricate, but they're enough to kind of get you through levels. Because again, you're here for the, the for the boss fights. You're here for the for the dinosaurs. Yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Uh, so up next we have Grasslands, which I believe is the first level. Sorry about that mix up last time. right it is uh, fairly simple uh themes for this game but they're but they sound fine yeah some of them i mean even uh i think the level where you fight the pterodactyl is extremely it's a it's a vertical scrolling level yeah yeah and it's like you jump four times and you're at them <laughs> <laughs> pretty much some of these <laughs> themes don't really need to be very long um so that's, you know, it's perfect that they're just tiny little simple yeah, loops. It's a boss rush game. You have yep. fight big dinosaurs. Hey, and speaking of <laughs> hey. boss rush, uh, the next song we have is Stone Age Skirmish, which I believe is the boss fight Ooh, theme. Oh, that's a good name for a metal band. <laughs> You're Stone not right. Age
1: Skirmish. <laughs>
0: is mimicking playing a pan flute and all uh, i can think of is fife. fife thank you very much all i can all it makes me think of is the peruvian pan flute episode of south park where the hamsters get summoned <laughs> and the only way to stop them is by having peruvian pan flute fans come and play oh uh, boy uh what do we have next uh, uh up next is the staff roll, um which plays as the names of the staff roll by hmm, who'd thunk it of a lackluster staff roll. it sounds I mean, I almost like cons- a uh, it sounds like an
1: ending theme I, yeah game. it I sounds consider like
0: consider staff roles needing to be exciting because you're probably watching other stuff as it goes it on. is very mellow but i kind of like it it reminds me of like a menu theme from an early sonic game yeah definitely i no, not- definitely <laughs> felt that i'm not gonna say you're wrong because it kind of does but i do but i also really like those menu themes so yeah. what are you gonna do? Um, i just thought of a great idea though when you said staff roll we had talked about previously about a uh video game themed uh meal remember that when we were in the discussion in discord uh, about the anniversary Oh yeah, of, for Mega Man, right? For, for Mega Man And I just feel like Staff rolls would be An amazing <laughs> treat <laughs> Having like All the staff written out Or something like On, on some rolls that people can eat them um, So oh, thank no. you for saying The word staff rolls Because it just came up With a great idea for Oh that. no, all the names Have melted Oh, we should have used butter <laughs> Uh but because now that we've we've kind of covered all that Joe and Mac Two is, I don't know that we'll have its own episode. So I wanted to give you guys just a taste of how much they stepped up. All right, let's listen to one of the themes. What, what have you and chosen And then we'll here? talk about Joe Mac for any. <laughs> That's what I did by reason. <laughs> so I, I selected two, but if I'm gonna go down to one, we're gonna we're gonna bring it to the song that almost made it into the stage theme bracket. Oh, which is uh, Cali, Cali Valley." This song gets stuck in my head more often than I care to admit. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. I want to do what i did for uh sonic the hedgehog and show you guys something that i thought of when i was a kid that you won't be able to unhear uh-huh. the very beginning of the song uh and i'll point to you as, as it happens and you guys listeners will be able to hear when they react uh the name of the song is cali cali valley because so uh-huh. the part of the song where they where i feel like it perfectly fits it they would go cali cali okay so here we go Xander. you're welcome this I, does so sound like a sonic level so I will I I feel like it's it's you know it's like the composers of Joe and Mac got kind of- a more firm grasp of how the sound chip works, and the guy who brought in the fife got like the fife slapped out of his oh, hand and thrown man. to the ground, and they stepped on and it. Poor and fife like, man. Do you guys hear the sweet squeaky door sound I've got? <laughs> 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 and he's just standing there with his fife and just sets it to his <laughs> side. Slowly walks out of the room while no one's paying attention to him. <laughs> Sounds about right. Oh, yeah, Joe Mac Two just uh, took everything that Joe Mac One was and made it better. It, I mean, we may definitely yeah, talk about it at some point, but but, uh, but I, I would say, according to Complex, that would make it a bad game because it didn't stay so true from the original. Complex <laughs> didn't even mention
1: Joe and Mac too. <laughs> That's enough. Didn't. which should <laughs> just tell didn't you? Make the list spoilers.
0: Final thoughts on Joe and Mac. Well, I really like the NES part of the game. <laughs> tell, us, tell us what you do, what you learned about the, the NES game. port. Um, it reminds me of Ghost of Goblins because it is like you run and you get hit, but you kind of just move forward and, and there's not a real big delay in getting hit by enemies. You just go as fast as you can. The speedruns are pure execution based. So there isn't any glitches. It's all about timing and patterns. And uh, the bosses don't have hitbox or don't have iframes, so you could just mash the button and try to hit them as fast as you can. Now, but the, there's no demons. The little bit that Whoa. I saw of, uh, of of the NES playthrough just had a solid black background. Yes, is that through <laughs> the entire game? Yes. Nice. <laughs> the sprites like except surprisingly for, for, look really good ex- for an NES game. Though. Except for like, there's like a few rocky. Levels mm-hmm. so like there's some platforms that you could jump on that blend almost in with the background. So you have a rocky background, but for the most part, it's pretty pretty. poor like it, he has black hair. It's
1: one person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not yeah you know, it's yeah.
0: nothing crazy. But and I good. think
1: it controls way better than the Super it is. Nintendo version. It's a
0: lot because I actually
1: uh, last night I was playing both versions just to kind of get a feel for him
0: Yeah the uh the just the the hitbox detection and all that stuff is it's just really really off. And I I remember playing and renting Joan Mac 2 so much that I was like, oh Joan Mac 1's probably just as good and every time I'm tricked. <laughs> so hopefully going forward I won't I'll remember like, oh no, Joan Mac 1 is a it's a game. <laughs> I don't know. Any any video game that, you know, depicts any of my many forms has gotta deserve <laughs> some credit, right? Uh, I mean, this one's got Tyrannosaurus Rex and a demon. You can't beat that. And Nessie you shut up you shut up right now you know what we're that's it we're going to retro relapse jones in for a classic game it's time for retro relapse on the legend of retro podcast retro relapse so guys i i kind of want to like this game because of just my feelings on the the franchise it's, but, a, it's actually kind of appropriately themed for today's episode It kind of is uh, We How? have How Bugs, so? Bugs Bunny Lost in Time Okay You know you get lost in time you always go to a prehistoric era That's There's true. a dinosaur on the cover of this game It's not the whole game though I know I'm just saying the fact Lost in Time It's semi-appropriate That's more appropriate I mean. than other games True It's more appropriate than Super in the Future World Man I'm gonna play Super in the Future World <laughs> not allowed to because it's in the future? Yes. And it's super? Yes. Cool. Good. Well, you, you, I mean, if
1: you want to go to the future, you can play uh, Turtles in Time and go to the year 2020.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. Sure can. Oh, no, that's that's right now. <laughs> oh. So
0: I'll meet you there. Boom. Done. So hey, you guys. Bugs Bunny Lost in Time was developed by Behavior Interactive, published by Infogrames. <laughs> Infogrames? It, it, what, Infogrames? Yeah. Is is that what you just It's spelled like Infogames, but it has an R in it. Infogrames. <laughs> Info games. Why yeah, I guess well, this that's Richard it. relapse already sucks? <laughs> and it was released. <laughs> we even talked about the game, May thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, for the PlayStation and Windows. Yeah, it's like a a three D platformer, uh, almost like a pl- a puzzle platformer. Like you have to like lift up crates and move them around, jump on, you know, and uh I uh, like the 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 stuff outside of the gameplay is a little long-winded, but it's still fun because it's like basically an old Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah. It's essentially Bugs Bunny going through his like old cartoons and like, you know, him dealing with like all these like, you know, like previous villains and characters,
1: you know. And yeah, stuff. Greatest hits. Unfortunately, we got yeah. stuck in the tutorial still. We did. There was, then was I, that boxing ring, right? It was kind of yeah. clunky. And yeah. uh, I was having video issues. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So the game <laughs> kept stars, out.
0: <laughs> the game stars cartoon character, in case you didn't know, Bugs Bunny,
1: Voiced by Billy West in this one.
0: Yep. Who finds and activates a time machine, making it for, uh, mistaking it for a carrot juice dispenser. After taking a wrong turn at Albuquerque and tending to go to Pismo Beach, he ends up nowhere, home of the sorcerer named Merlin Monroe. Merlin then informs Bugs that he is lost in time and that he must travel through five different eras of time in order to collect clock symbols in golden carrots that will allow him to return to the present. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about this in real life. Like, if I had accidentally traveled through time and someone's like, you must collect these clocks. And I'm like, dude, like you just want me to go run your errands for you <laughs> and before you'll let me go back in time and then, Yes, pretty much I uh <laughs> I, don't like going, I don't like going outdoors very often. Ain't it coincidental, Doc, that uh I gotta collect carrots and I'm a rabbit. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I really enjoyed Bugs Bunny as a child. Oh yeah, yeah As an adult, it is quite annoying to me. What really? Yeah, Bugs Bunny is quite annoying to me. I, well, do you like have you gone back to watch the classics anytime I, recently? I, I have. I mean, I, the classics are okay, but like these later interpretations of it, it's just it, it they ham it up a lot and it kind of just like ruins the character for me. Well, sure, absolutely. I mean, they they essentially had this funny character, you know, like 50, 60 years ago, yeah. and then they kept it going, but the only thing they had to go on because they didn't have original ideas was everything he did before wait, wait, wait. 50 60 when did bugs bunny come out oh uh bugs bunny is the character uh uh would have so been 1930s almost 40s july. almost 100 years first appearance in Porky's hair uh, porky's hair hunt uh, that's my earthbound kicking in <laughs> <laughs> uh porky's hair hunt uh he was as happy rabbit in april 30th of 1938 but wow. as bugs bunny in a wild hair july 27th 1940 yeah yeah so almost been a 80 bit 80 years 80 years of <laughs> the g- yeah and what year did the game come out again
1: 1999,
0: 1999. <laughs> and they're try- okay i don't know i guess right there is your recipe for disaster trying to make a a current game out of a an older character which i think that generation is now lost well i think if they that. if they went with a more original approach you know with for bugs bunny uh you know in this game sure yeah. you know it wouldn't it wouldn't have been felt phoned in but, you know, like, what were they going to do? Like, have a, a completely original adventure with Bugs Bunny? No, they that's not going to, like, they don't need to, why would they spend the money on the writers when they could just pull from the old cartoons? I guess, I guess. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I, I think it is a little phoned in, and, you know, it's all the same lines we know, and, yeah. you know, so the cartoon might be fun from back in the day, but, like, is the game holding up? No. Eh. No. What are we giving it on the eight, eight bit scale, guys? I mean, I think it, it tried, and I don't think it, like I think if you if we had given ourselves a little more time to acclimate to it, it probably would have been playable. So I would probably give it like a three and a half. I was gonna say like a four out of eight. Yeah, it's it's it felt middle of the road, the but voice I also acting haven't... alone bumps it up. Yeah, the voice acting was fine. Yeah, yeah Billy West doing
1: uh, Bugs Bunny. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah, I'll give it a three and a half. So I played this game a lot as a kid. This is actually one of those like hidden gems I had. And I think it controls great. I love the voice acting, I love the story. Six and a half. Fair enough. Six and a half. Not now, but I spent a lot more time with this game than you yeah, guys right. got. So you have <laughs> the, the <laughs>
0: benefit there. Um, what was your favorite Looney Tunes character growing up? Because mine was never Bugs Bunny. Mine was I don't think mine was Bugs Bunny either. Um, Porky Pig. Um, I also really like Daffy That's, Duck. No, this porky is bag. Warner Brothers, right? Yes. Yep. Because sometimes Brothers. I get I get Hanna Barbera mixed up with Warner Brothers characters. We'll correct you, like the jerks we are. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Perfect. Thank you. Um, was Tom and Jerry Warner Brothers? Nope. Nope. Dang it. MGM. Okay. No, um, it was Hanna Barbera. Um, poop on a stick. Nope, not a uh, uh, I coincidentally. Can you name some? I'm going to look it up, actually. Someone well, else go. You have Bugs Bunny. Uh, you, have M- Sam, you have Yosemite Sam. Mine was Yosemite I love Sam. Yosemite Sam. He's such a character. Uh Elmer Fudd, which was mine. Uh Tasmanian. Happy Devil. Le Pew. Pepe is that Warner Brothers? Yeah, yeah, Warner Brothers. I yeah. like Pepe Le Pew stuff because yeah. because he was so well. <laughs> looking back on it, he's a straight up creeper. Oh, oh yeah, yeah Absolutely. But, <laughs> but I really like the attempt with like the French accent bon and like chéri. and like always with like the paint stuff. It's like always funny to me. Um, and like when he gets caught by an actual like human being in it, he like freaks out. Like I don't know. I, I really like the Peppy Lip Pew stuff. I uh, I I think what's what's kind of wonderful is all these characters we've been talking about were basically all voiced by Mal one Blank. dude, Mel Blank. Yeah, the man with a thousand voices. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Really one of my favorite Mel Blanc stories is he got into a, a really rough car accident and was in a coma. And uh they like wasn't he wasn't snapping out of it and stuff, and then the uh as they were like trying to treat him and whatnot, the doctor was like talking to him. And on one of the televisions was uh, Looney Tunes. And uh, the doctor looked at, at Mel, just kind of laying there in a coma. He goes, Hey, Bugs, are you in there? And that snapped him out because he started talking. He's like, Yeah, what's up, Doc? Like, came out of his coma yeah, talking in his character. It's crazy. It's That's ridiculous. So cool. I uh, I also appreciate the fact that uh, voice actors will talk about uh, Mel Blank and they reference the episode where Bugs Bunny comes out dressed as. Da, uh, daffy duck and mimics his voice yeah and daffy comes out dressed as bugs and mimics his voice and the voice actors are like how do you do that how yeah. do you have one character with a voice how do you mimicking another an imitation of, of your same voice yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous it's insane i love it it's yeah maybe we, maybe daffy duck is my is my number one favorite because I always liked that when his like beak would like spin around and like hang around his collar, like it's like Yeah, those episodes cut. are some of the yeah, best. Yeah, your despicable. Yes, yes. Oh, so oh, good. Okay, definitely. Always that's my favorite.
1: Taz was my always my second favorite because he just had that that appetite.
0: Mm. How am I not surprised that Yosemite <laughs> Sam and Tasmanian Devil are your favorite characters? I will have. To, I do have a, to say one of my favorite all-time Looney Tunes moments is Yosemite Sam to Bugs Bunny.
2: <laughs> Why did what you, you
0: pour ink th- on my head? <laughs> <laughs> I always read it's it's either that or the uh, when Bugs Bunny just like is being so loud or no Daffy Duck's being so loud in the hotel and the old cat just like walks all the way downstairs (laughs) it's so terrifying because he gets the the poor uh, Porky I think yeah Porky just gets punched in the face every single time (laughs) this guy's like dead tired and wants to sleep and Daffy Duck's just causing a ruckus and every time the noise wakes him up he comes down and takes it out on Porky (laughs) God such a Great dynamic! <laughs> uh, you know what? We're we're gonna spend hours talking about that's, Looney that's gonna tudes. be another uh, uh, State, State of the Zilla. Oh, absolutely! State of the Zilla. Zilla, oh, of the voice Zilla. Actors and old cartoons. I tell you what, though, guys. And how do you get State of the Zilla? Well, it's funny you bring that up because I uh, uh, State of the Zilla is available to our patrons at all tiers, but there's other benefits they get, like voting in the bracket. So let's chat about our uh, weekly music bracket. Let's do it. Yeah, so uh, right now we're having a uh, uh, for season six. It is based around stage themes that are not Mega Man. Yes, that's the we gotta we gotta remember to always put in that disclaimer because otherwise people are gonna get mad at us when they don't <laughs> hear Mega Man. Uh, these are non Mega Man stage themes. And so Xander, uh, what do we have uh, 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 first up? Uh, so first up, we have from Ninja Gaiden the song. Uh, what is it called, Chops? Because there's like three different titles, and I always forget what. A- Un- unbreakable unbreakable determination. determination. Unbreakable determination, aka Master Ninja theme, uh, composed by Kaiji Yamagishi. <laughs>
1: Phenomenal oh, pretty game. great i feel like working out right now I yeah
0: just... phenomenal nintendo song oh what what is that going against uh xander uh that is going up against uh doom at doom's gate right that's the title of it yeah uh also e- e1m1 e1m1 uh from the ms dos version of of doom uh this is composed by robert prince uh yeah so here we go Have a lot of nostalgia for that, like MS DOS kind of, like, uh, uh, you know, sound. Like, even if it's not as high a quality as, like, you know, other sound chips that we're, you know, we'll eventually see in the gaming world and stuff. Uh, definitely love it. It has a lot of nostalgia there. Uh, and yeah, Dooms has a great soundtrack, so it'll be exciting to see those two, uh, go up against each other. Uh, but as far as that goes, uh, when it comes to voting on those music brackets, uh, much like Xander said, you have Patreon, of course. Uh, All our patrons have uh, access there. Uh, But you also have our Facebook page, our Twitter account, and if you go to gamezilla.media.com, you can go ahead and join our Discord, and we have a vote there as well. And on top of that, you also get to chat with us about retro gaming. So by all means, join our Discord chat with us there. Uh, but when it comes to Patreon, Glitch, what else do we have going on with that?
1: Yeah, Glitch. Yo, Glitch here with the Patreon scoop. I got this in.
0: Yo, my name's Glitch, and I'm here to say, <laughs> uh, if you want our content, you got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Got to save all those caveman babes. Bitch. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so at if the $1 really mark... If you could work
0: on a rap pitch for Patreon, <laughs> that would be Ooh. wonderful. Get on it, Glitch.
1: I'll do my best, but <laughs> if you are a $1 member, you get that bonus content. You get the extra vote. You get State of the Zilla, which is a new show that we offer now to Patreons. Um, but at $5, you get our extra episode every month. It's called the Game Shark episode. Um, last... Well, two weeks ago, we had our draft for the bracket. So if you like these songs and you want to know who picked them, definitely check out that episode. We had LPJ as the commissioner for the draft, and you get the inside scoop on who picked what. But it doesn't stop there. At the $5 mark, you get all the shows in the game's Media Network. So you get everything from Noiseland Arcade, Noobs and Dragons, Last Action Podcast, and the GameZilla Podcast.
0: Yeah, you get a ton of content, uh, all for five dollars a month, and even just at one dollar, you get a, that bonus show State of the Zilla, where inevitably we're gonna talk about Looney Tunes because now it got me thinking about man, I kind of want to just sit here talking about Looney Tunes Suffering for the next hour or, or so. Is that, yes, is that Looney Tunes, right? Y- yes, it is. Okay, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worried now. Any joke I make is just gonna be like, no, that's that's Hanna Barbera. <laughs> Dang it. No, that's Disney. No, that's ABC. That was Home Improvement. (laughs) (gasps) (laughs) Oh Oh, boy, there's a side note. There's a guy at work who would (laughs) who would whistle that song while I was in the kitchen, and like I I, the first time he did, I turned him like are you whistling the home improvement song? He's like, how did you know it was that? I'm like, how could you not? That's such a recognizable song. Really but like, why are you whistling it? <laughs> and then every time after that, whenever we'd run into each other, he would whistle it and I would go, <laughs> no matter where we were. I was really hoping to say, is that the home improvement theme? And he just goes, <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, boy. I, I hit Wilson with my lawnmower. Well, it's back to jail for me. I oh. <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody who uh, listens. I uh, you know hope you're enjoying our stage theme minus Mega Man uh, brackets. I uh, hope you enjoyed our uh, Joe and Mac episode. You know means the world to us that our patrons are supporting us. And you know for anyone who's not supported us yet, we strongly recommend it. We have a lot of amazing bonus content. I. Uh, <laughs> But I think we'll sign off and we'll see y'all next time when the legend continues.